Hey folks, welcome to Close the Deal, a podcast designed for you, our valued dealers. I'm Jake Watson, your moderator, SVP of marketing. On our last episode, we spoke about how consumer financing can help you grow your business which is a great segue to today's conversation. But first, we've got Rich and Max with us today. Hello, everyone. Richard Texera, Senior Vice President of Sales. And Max. Hey, everybody. It's uh, Max here, Director of Partnerships at Simply Group. And Brian. Brian Cavaratsis. Thanks so much, Brian, for joining us today. Super uh, excited to have you. Maybe we can just start with a bit about who you are, your background, kind of what you're up to. Yeah, for sure. Grew up uh, family business in the HVAC industry. Uh, my dad started HVAC business and went to university. And after university, like most of us, we don't know what we want to do. <laughs> so we, uh, we ended up getting in the family business. You always want to either join the family business or you want to, uh, you always want to do something that you want to do. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, pretty exciting. We got in the HVAC business and uh, within maybe six, seven years, I ended up taking it over. So I started out with sales and then went into the business role in the office full time. And then a couple of years went on and got a good opportunity, ended up selling the business. And then from there, pretty much what we're currently doing is now we're in the window and door business. Nice. So now we're selling windows and doors. It's been a couple months now. And that's that's pretty much it. No, that's great. That's same great. Process, different product. Yeah, same thing, different product. It's you know, same sales, same financing, but we're just uh, yeah, we're just selling something different. <laughs> nice. And what do you like? What's your specialty? I started with sales, and yeah. that's I'll, I'll train the sales guys. We'll go through you know, computer systems, CRMs, all that kind of stuff. But I mean, it's uh, the sales. Sales is the big thing. So right. I, how do we teach guys to sell better? How do we teach guys? Kind of on this podcast, maybe we'll teach a little bit on you know how we can finance. Uh, and how we can help uh, help the business grow and how to get more revenue and at the end of the day, how to make the customer happy. Awesome. So we're going to focus on financing and what it can do for your business. Brian's got a ton of background on financing and hoping you can share some insights with us around like how you've used financing to drive growth for your company. So maybe we just start there. Like, what? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I had a little story for you guys. Uh, <laughs> so it's uh, maybe six, seven, maybe eight years ago, we go to the manufacturer dealer meeting. So there's an HVAC meeting and, you know, thousands of people kind of get on stage and there's a guest speaker. He won this big award and he goes up, he starts talking a little bit about his business and he's talking about uh, how his business and how he did well and how he achieved all these goals and stuff. And he did like 80, 90% financing. And it was like, I was like, what this guy, there's no way this guy does 80, 90% financing. Who does that? Right. Yeah. It's like just sell a product. And most people do, you know, their cash sales. And uh, he ended up going on about it, trying to, you know, teach some of his stuff on how he did this. After in the dinner, I went up to him, like, listen, like, how, how do you, how do you do this? Like, what's the secret? Like, yeah. Is this actually like you actually do 80, 90% financing? He's like, yeah. And he started, we started kind of talking about it. Right. And uh, he went on from pretty much how we train our sales guys to how we incentivize our sales guys to how we show the customer present our options and it made sense, but it's okay. You know, we, we get back to the office a couple of weeks go by and you know what, you, you kind of still do what you're doing. Yeah. And then uh, we, you know, kind of thinking like, how do we increase our revenue and how we do stuff? Well, why don't we try this financing stuff out? This guy had some really good, uh, really good input on how we did his business. Let's try it a bit. And at the time, we were putting through maybe one to two finance deals every three to four months. Right. And it was back in the day, it was writing finance contracts and faxing in to this, <laughs> to this one dealer. Like it was, uh, it was, uh, it was super old, it was super old school. Right. And then, and then we ended up uh, kind of getting in touch with snap and uh, I think Steve Smith kind of came back. He was one, he was one of the, uh, the finance reps and uh, he came back to us and he met with us and kind of took us out for lunch and kind of explained all the process and everything. Everything seemed really good. So we started pushing this stuff. And it, it, it took a little bit, but we ended up getting a system together. So it's, you know what, on all of our products, we're going to start with 
pushing financing um, over pushing the price. So we started out with maybe a monthly payment or starting out with maybe a deferral, starting out with some you know rebate program and started kind of giving different steps to pricing and financing and then giving different options. It kept on going. We ended up doing really well with it. And we started going from maybe one to two deals every couple months to, you know, three, four, five, six. And this kind of keeps them, it just kept on going. Yeah. And, uh, and like, how, like, how did your sales, like, how did your sales folks get so we, Was it like a tough, tough sell for them? And so the, the only way I'll say is you can tell sales guys, so either your business structure is just we're going to finance and that's it. So yeah. some companies they'll have like maybe a 50 or 60 or 70, maybe 70 is maybe a bit high, but 60% um, finance goal and you have to finance or it's either, yeah, <laughs> you know, you don't save, but you're right. either out or um, right. you're not doing it. Right. Or we're going to give leads to someone else. And, and that's where it's, you can either go with that or you can, you know, teach this thing how it makes better and how we make more money. Cause at the end of the day, sales guys, they want to get paid yeah. and, and they want to get paid. And how can we make their monthly income or their yearly income go up? And one of the best ways of doing it was we, uh, you know, we incentivize the sales guys a little bit. Maybe it comes a little bit of our pocket or maybe the finance company that, that helps a little bit with it. They get these sales and they get bigger tickets. And and when they get more bigger tickets, they get more commission. And then yeah. they start getting fired up about yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah. And it's, uh, they start seeing these commission checks kind of go up a little bit and it, it helps them as, you know, an individual and their families and, and then it helps the company and then everybody kind of works together and it's a big team thing. It's not this individual thing. So you got to get the whole team to buy in. Yeah. So you got to spend time with your team because that, that's a big thing is a lot of companies either, maybe they don't have sales managers or it's maybe just owner sales guys, installers, uh, whatever home service business it is and having, uh, having some structure with your sales guys and having weekly meetings and all this stuff. We get everyone hyped up and, you know, let's do this thing. Let's make money and let's help the customer and let's sell a good product. And that's the whole thing at the end of the day is customer wants a good experience. And if we can give them a good experience, but also the sales guy can yeah. benefit from it and the business can benefit of it, everything goes up. And from doing a lot of these things um, and putting financing, we went from doing, like I said, 5% in financing to I think like last year we were 70% financing. Nice. And I think our revenue went up by a million or 2 million. Like it was a big, big turnaround. And it wasn't, uh, we didn't really change too much. Like it was someone come in, like structure this thing a little bit differently, like buy into it. Not to say a lot of people are stubborn, but it's a lot of, a lot of businesses that they, they do their own thing and whatever sure. works for them. And it, and it works like it's, you know, you, you have a business model and, and it works and you like it, you enjoy it. And it's uh, what you believe in, but um, we change stuff. And as we change stuff, like I said, it's one of the big things was we only dealt with really one finance company it was snap. And we did have other finance companies that we had accounts with and signed up with. But the big thing at the end of the day was just like the support. Like the support was like no other. Like we didn't get any big spiffs. We didn't even get different rates. Um, it was, uh, we just kind of got a different level of support and different level of communication. Like kind of going back to, to Steve, he, he would call us weekly, even multiple times. Sometimes it was too much. Steve, you got to stop calling. <laughs> he, he, ca he called no, so I much. Go yeah, let's go for lunch. I can't, I got to work. I, I got to, right? And it's... Uh, we uh, we got to the point where it's like it, it was beyond support and and just calling us about financing. It started to be more of like a friendship and stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, and, it, and it meant a lot to us and you know our family business and and uh, it made us want to sell and and even though we had our own system over there, Snap and and Steve, they'd have their own input. Well, I got to jump all over. This yeah, is yeah, one. yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm in a good way because like as you're talking, Brian, like what I'm hearing in my head is a line of you know this kind gentleman Trevor once said to us, which is. You know, you're working on your business or you're working in your business. Yeah. And so, you know, I just want to establish a couple of things because I think 
what's interesting to the listeners is I think some of them go, well, that just sounds oversimplified. Or Brian's got this crazy background in sales. You've been doing it for 20 years. And I think as you spoke to is you grew up in the family business. Like, I think you just, it, it sounds like at one point you guys just looked at it and said, okay, hey, we can just keep doing the same thing over and over again and maybe grow at a rate of a couple percentage points yeah. or what have you. Or the same way dealers will invest in, you know, CRMs and, and operating systems and field services. You actually just say like, why don't we just invest in sales and actually a proper structure? The start, we always say it's like, how does your business start? How do you make money as a business? Yeah. It starts with the sale, like customer support and customer service and, you know, the installation that all comes after it all connects in the yeah. end. But how do we make money? It starts with the sales guy. If you don't have a good sales guy, if you don't have a good sales team or someone training your sales guys properly, you're not going to make any money. So you guys it, brought it, someone in for that? It starts with that. No, it just because I, I, I was in. I, I never did financing when yeah. I started, right? I Like I said, my, my dad started with sales, taught everything he did, right? I, I ended up doing pretty much what he did and, and learned from him. And then we go on these things, like you go on these big dealer events and you meet people and you meet different businesses and you get uh, you start networking a little bit. You start getting ideas and stuff like this. Okay, well, now you've been five years with the same revenue every time something has to change what's going to change you got to start looking at one other businesses what's working for other people and then you got to take some chances and try some stuff out like you go in these customer like you don't want to burn leads but let's try some let's go in with a monthly payment versus price right and uh i, I feel is this a, i know this is a you know and again I, i'm not in the hvac industry myself mm -hmm. right but you know, I talk to so many dealers and it seems to be this game of just punting this ball around amongst dealers with, you know, customer shopping prices for, for HVAC things. And, and the dealers that finally just say, like, I'm just going to grab this customer and run with them mm -hmm. and actually approach it with a sales, like, kind of process and protocol actually seems the ones at almost at a moderate level of effort seem to just take off. Mm -hmm. And I think that's been the point of this podcast. I, I feel liberated now that Don't Brian's here. I know, I'll be like, too. I think we've, we've been, been saying this around right. this. Yeah. Well, I think we just haven't gotten yeah. directly like Brian has. It's yeah. like yeah. we're sick and tired of mediocrity of being made, or, or you know, just enough of what. And maybe you guys were hitting goals. I mean, not to suggest yeah. life that weren't being lived properly, but it's like you could just do this every day and live off referrals from Jim up the street who got a good deal on his HVAC. <laughs> yeah, totally. And you got that lead as Jim asked Joe who he got it from <laughs> versus being like, we're spending money on leads. We're capitalizing these items. I love your position of like, and I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, yeah. but like people bought in and if they didn't bought in, then they got out of the way. And there's nothing wrong with that. When the company's focus is, we're gonna continue to add value at a high level, but we're just going to switch a sales process and people and just offer monthly payments. Yeah. And it's like, it, you know, I, I, and I want to kind of break that down a little bit more with you. Like you probably have the same fears every other dealer in the world has when it came to this. So what was that moment again? Like where you were just like, this just makes sense. Like I, I love the, the meeting of the individual and just being unsatisfied of where you guys were going as a company. Was there more to that? And then where that just pulled the trigger and said, we can be doing uh, so much more. Like I said, talking to all these people and learning these things. I was at a young age, you know, fortunate enough for my parents to help me out to, to get where, where I was in the business world. But I was, you know, 22, maybe even early, maybe younger than that. Like, I think I was standing at, a, at an HVAC booth uh, when I was like 16 years old in the middle of high school university. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of grew up in this thing, which was a little bit different. My dad being a good salesman. He uh, kind of taught me all his stuff and I got super comfortable, you know, even talking to people, meeting with people and learning the industry at, at a, you know, young twenties. Now you go young twenties, 
to do the exact same thing for 10 years, I mean, some people, I, you know, I, it's great to be okay with it because it's, it's a great job. And I recommend it to yeah. a lot of people is like, you, you'll start seeing more and more people go in the trades and even not even go to post-secondary school and just get right into sales after, after school. Um, so I like, personally, I, I got a little bored and I, I need to try things. I need to change some stuff around mm -hmm. and even like, uh, goes as far as like marketing and, and just changing different stuff in the business to see what works and what doesn't. And it's almost like experiments. Um, and, and that's just me yeah. like, just, just being kind of curious more of uh, on all these different avenues of the business. And well, cause and, you knew you were going to have to run it, right? Yeah, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. maybe you can ride this for as long as you can. But, uh, do you remember what your biggest fear was at the time when going through this process? A lot of people now can sell. There's a lot of great, great salesmen with different oh. industries and stuff. Tough thing is selling your product and knowing your product because customers want to feel they're comfortable with what they're buying, yeah. right? Like you're buying like, like now, like I know we're talking a little bit more about HVAC. Now we're in Windows. So now I'm new to Windows, right? right? Um, even this morning, I went on a sales call for Windows. 50 Windows, this big, big house. <laughs> nice. I don't know how to sell 50 yeah. Windows. Are you crazy? Yeah. So I'm on the phone with all these like uh, managers and you know, uh, what's this, what's this, what's this, uh, like it's this, this wind, like it's, they sent a picture. There's, uh, uh, eight feet of, uh, eight feet of glass floor ceiling and like little things like I would know before is like, for example, 18 inches off the ground has to be, um, if it's floor to ceiling windows has to be tempered glass, something I didn't know. Right. Right. So if you're going in selling these windows and just little things like specifics that me as a sales guy, I can sell all day and be nice to these customers, have a great relationship, talk to their, you know, uh, talk to the husband and wife about their, their sons, their grandkids, uh, sports they played growing up, what their favorite things are, right? We can get a really good rapport from these people. At the end of the day, um, and we do have a good product, and you can say we have a good product, but at the end of the day, you know what? You really don't know what you're talking about. I'm not that comfortable with you. Like I, I ask some specific technical questions, and some people, customers are a little more technical than others, and you just couldn't answer that. Like I think the technical side is, and it's not easy to, to teach a guy because it takes it takes a while to teach a guy how to how to learn about HVAC or windows or roofing mm -hmm. and products and colors and 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 for businesses to have enough staff to take the time to teach these new reps or teach existing reps on the product and manufacturers are starting to come in a little bit more so it's a big thing that i notice is with businesses now it's it's more structured than ever and it has to be and time's a big thing and you know how do we get into you know having more time and training our guys a little bit better and our experienced guys being able to work together and it all comes in a big team you know team effort in the end and and how structured is this thing and how many employees we want to have how many leads do we want to have marketing all this yeah. it just keeps on going totally it's, it's wild now like it was it's totally different from now to uh, like I'm 33 now, so 10, uh, 10, 12 years ago, it's totally, totally different. <laughs> From doing stuff on pen and paper right. to having everything fully digitalized, like Salesforce, Opus, um, you know, Service Titan, Builder <clears throat> Prime, all these, all these, you know, certain CRMs. Um, it's yeah, it's crazy. All you, all this all this stuff comes together now. I remember you were saying in our call on, on Friday or Thursday, whatever day it was, you said something about like going into a sale and being like, okay, this is like a fifteen thousand dollar upgrade, and like you know, this was always a challenge, like mm -hmm. the, you know, the price sensitivity and objection handling around price. And I think you said something like, you know, once I started offering financing and realized that it was no longer selling like fifteen thousand bucks, I was now selling like you know. 
whatever, $90 a month or something like that. Like things just started to change for you. Because well, the big of, thing, like either HVAC or windows, like windows, for example, um, you know, double pane versus triple pane, like pretty easy example, right? How do I upgrade a triple A, like maybe or a triple pane? Maybe they have government rebates. Maybe it helps out. Maybe manufacturers have some progen, but it's, it's a difference in price, right? And it's not like it's a small amount. Like we're doing 20 windows in a house. It's not like a $2,000 upgrade. This could be a five, dollars $12,000 upgrade. And how do we bridge that difference from a customer going from that double pane window to the triple pane window or right. even like HVAC products, a good product versus a better product and being comfortable selling, just going in and I'm going to sell the lowest price. I just want to get the sale. I want to win it. I want to get out. I want to make a little bit of commission. I don't care about, you know, offering the customer maybe what's best for their home um, or best for their family or best for their comfort and uh, you know, best for their efficiency. And I'm just going in to try to sell something because maybe they got three other quotes and, and that's what else they're offering. Right. People, I think a lot of companies, uh, maybe companies or maybe sales reps are a little scared and, and just don't want to, don't want to offer that because they just don't think they're going to get it. Right. And, and we noticed how do we get that? Well, it is tough to sell something $10,000 more. Right. If I, if I say, you know what, uh, we are selling cars right now yeah. and, and, uh, to get a sunroof is $10,000 more. I right. mean, it just, it just, uh, you know what? I don't need a sunroof. Right. It's, yeah. it's, it, is it going to do anything for me? Maybe, maybe not. Um, but I'm not spending $10,000. Right. There's no way. Um, so what we bridge that and we separate things is, you know what, we offer a monthly payment to the start. So, you know what, we can offer, uh, we can offer this product at $89 a month and for a little bit more to upgrade it, you know, maybe we go 102 or $104 a month. Right. It's not that much more a month. You know what, maybe six or seven or $8 a month more. You know what, you might save that back in efficiency. Right. Right. Like, like relating to home service. Right. Sure. I know that other industries might be a little bit different, but um, you know, for a couple dollars more a month, like we, we can push this thing, like amortization is a whole other conversation, yeah. but, and that's a different way to sell too, is we, we up it and change that as we go. Right. But, uh, and so did you, did you find like close rates went up? It was, uh, it was crazy. Ticket? Like it, it's it, like, here's like another quick story is this one company was selling, there's this, uh, like maybe five, I don't know, five, six, maybe even less three, four years ago, there's this top of the line firms that you can buy. Right. And yep. it's, and this one company, that's all they sell. He says, that's all I sell. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, I can't even sell this thing. How are you yeah. selling this thing? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so it's, uh, he started explaining a little bit, like he, he didn't really go the finance realm and stuff, but he offered it. And the whole thing was he offered it. And I wasn't offering that at the time. Right. I was offering, this is what I think works for your house. I was offering one option. Right. And, and it was it. Did I win it? Did I lose it? Maybe I was best price. Maybe I was presentable. I knew my stuff and we we're selling that one product. But if I offered that better product and did all the right things else I was and financing or not financing, as long as I offered it, it was there and it was up in the air and customers thinking about it right. and maybe the sale goes longer and a lot of people maybe want to make a quick sale, but it's spend your time with your customers, spend your time, you know, working out numbers and working out deals and doing what's best for the customer and you'll, you'll be rewarded in the end. It's, it's a big thing, right? But doing that like good, better, best or better, best, uh, in whatever industry you're in, um, it's, uh, you know, you structure the monthly payment. Like what, what looks 10,000 or 20,000 yeah. or 110 or 120, like $10 or $10,000. Yeah, yeah. So we, we change this number a little bit and, and it does a lot for the customer. It's how you see it, right? Like if I write this down on paper, you're going to see it and, and pick one, right? Yeah. What looks better? Um, same thing. And you gotta, like, I, I relate to is I, I tell a lot of, uh, you know, either other business owners and stuff, how to relate to financing is just, why don't you buy your car? 
it's, it's expensive, right? Maybe, yeah. You know, for 40, I don't know, they're more, cars are expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't people buy their cars, right? Yeah, it's too expensive. So they do financing, right? I was talking to one sales guy at the car dealership and he didn't even tell me the price of the car. All he said is, oh, all that's going to change is your monthly payments going up by to, yeah. to $200. Right. That's all he said. Right. I was like, and then like me, I was okay, well, what's the price of the, what's the, price of the car? <laughs> yeah. And that's maybe a whole nother conversation is yeah. what happens when that customer says, okay, you offered me $69 and $89. Well, what's the, what's the price of these things? Right. Everything's a monthly payment. Not my, myself, right? We got, what do we got? We got more like just the average, we got internet, we got cable, Peloton, we got utilities, we got Netflix, else. we yeah. got Disney. We talk about auto all the time, right? Like it's like, oh, you, you know, model and you see a lot now in the, in the pool industry, right? We're yeah, in hot right. tops, right? Talking about just breaking it up yeah. uh, into manageable pieces. Um, you know, and, sorry, that was well, my point is that, yeah. that we talk about it monthly, sorry to break you, uh, to, we talk about it monthly, but we don't talk about it enough in home services. But, but here's the other thing, things aren't cheap anymore. Right. Things aren't cheap anymore. Like cars were always expensive. I don't know, 20,000 was always expensive. Right. I want to do a built-ins in my mud room, right? And I thought it was just a couple pieces of wood with a couple hangers, I can hang a knapsack. Kids, <laughs> are, gonna, kids are gonna chop their muddy boots yeah, yeah. at it. And uh, thousands, thousands oh, of yeah. dollars. And it's like, oh, my, I might have to call Snappy Finance. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna get the dealer on board yeah, first. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I think again, it comes down to this, you know, I, you know, I was asking earlier, Brian, like, what was that fear? What was that? hesitation and 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 because i think whatever you were feeling at the time is probably near to what a lot of dealers right now feel with that like we we did this really great presentation for an oem partner talking about finance and and, and you know if that woman is listening i'm not calling you out on this it was an <laughs> honest question but you know one of the questions around financing was this the dealer will doesn't want to assume that the person needs financing yeah. but from a standpoint of social economic like you know, hey, like we don't want to you're insult looking, them. You're just looking the wrong way, though. But the whole point being was like it was just that's such an obsolete way of looking at it. I mean, what I love what Brian's doing here is saying that, hey, I took all the obsolete ways of looking at how to run this business, and I know we try not to swear on this podcast, so I won't. I'll keep up with that. But like, after, like screw it, like out the window with that. Yeah. Like, why should I be satisfied with marginal increases year over year, or you know, again that referral business coming back? What I said to this woman, what quite simply was like, I think that's the flaw. Like when we look. And the average profile of our customers now, people would probably assume like you're probably bottom of the barrel credit scores of like 600s. Not even guys, no, not even like close. the band, our highest band is like 750 to 800. Yeah. Like, like put it this way, man, like that yeah. is a pretty yeah. damn good credit score. score. Yeah, and why? And, and, and but if you kept partly down this path that I think people, Brian, like people like Brian saw a lot of other dealers do, you wouldn't grow that business to the point where you can turn the company and then sell it, yeah, and then spin off a new business, <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah. Are you, like, yeah. and that's what I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to instill, yeah. That discipline and control and that for, like that that forward thinking you had, man. Yeah. Because there's probably a lot of dealers sitting here going like, man, I'm 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 working 16 hours a day, probably 20 if you're in peak season in the summer or winter time. Yeah. My kids, I love them to hand them the business, but they're looking at their old man and never looking at it because they never see him and probably don't want to be in this business because mm-hmm. they just see me grinding because I'm working on my business or working in my business versus actually stepping back and working on it and mm-hmm. growing it mm-hmm. and ex- extrapolating it. Yeah. And, and like, so that's why I want to come back down to because I think there's hundreds, yeah. thousands of people in this country who are like, I'm going to set up shop and open my own thing and then just fall in the same monotony of doing the same goddamn thing over and over again. The catalyst is financing. But it was the fact that he looked at it and said, hey, I can do something well, better. Like even beyond financing, like the biggest thing is like, don't be scared to ask for help or ask or yeah. talk to people or network. Like the biggest thing is 
is talking to all these, you know, making friends, making, uh, you know, business associations. You guys, you guys are part of any associations, like best practice associations. I know there's a bunch in the HVAC world. Like, uh, yeah, like, like get, get on the review networks, get on all this stuff. Like just, I mean, if there's, I guess going back to, I don't we were connected to SNAP somehow here, but for example, um, like the government grants and all this stuff, like yeah. offering different promotions and products and stuff. But Steve, I get it, Steve. No, no, not even going back to Steve. I'll say it. No more Steve, we got someone else here, but. Um, like going to windows, for example, like the support and asking your reps, we are doing financing, for example, or manufacturers, like ask your reps for help or ask your reps, for example, like for windows right now, it's not Steve. <laughs> it's, uh, I still get calls from Steve to all the bug off, but, um, Peter Trumper, and, he, and he's been awesome. And he's, and he's, uh, and I've known him for a bit now too, but he still, he calls me, sends me messages. And for example, like there's a new government grant for windows and doors now that are coming out in January. He was the first person to tell me, you know, they're emailing you, they're contacting you and, and not even about this, like, you know, how are things going? How's your family? How's your kids? And right. all this stuff. There's just a lot of support and it makes me a little bit more comfortable about, you know, wanting to push your products and stuff. It's like, you know what, you're putting your time with me. So I'm going to put my time with my customers and hopefully that'll translate back to all of us working together and, and doing the support. But yeah, there's lots of programs to be a part of, like is, uh, you know, like for windows, like window, there's window wise and there's all these extra certifications you can do and things to, to promote your business and show your customer and sell your customer that, you know what, we're a better business bureau. We're home stars. We're uh, window wise. We're uh, Google this. We can go on this podcast for probably the rest of the night yeah. about how yeah. to sell and what to sell in your presentation and all that and stuff. At the end of the day is spend time on your business, look for support, um, you know, find good programs to be a part of, you know, be nice to your customers, be supportive. And that, that hard sales, that hardcore sales guy, or that old school sales guy isn't around anymore. Yeah. It, it's not like the pushy sales guy isn't there. People are getting multiple quotes. They're doing the research. Most homeowners know more than the sales guy. Yeah. And, and like, if you bought anything, kitchens, this, this, like you, you already know what your kitchen, like what you want it to look like, yeah. what, whatever, whatever you're buying your TV, you already know what TV you want to buy. Right. You yeah. want this, you know, yeah, and, and it's and it's process like that's it's just a shift in process. It's structure. It's structure. Yeah, it's structure this business. And but how do we structure? I don't know how to show. Like I'm, there's consultant firms out there. There's all this different stuff. I don't think you you know you need to go that far. Maybe you do. I, I don't know. I can't. I can't say. Yeah, yeah. I, I never. But you had, haven't had to. I never had. Yeah. Talk, talk to friends. Talk to coworkers. Talk to different business owners. Talk to your finance reps. Yeah. Talk to your manufacturer reps reach out, spend the time to reach out. Your wife might not like all the time you're on the phone, <laughs> like she lose it, but spend yeah. the time into your business. And then maybe later you don't have to yeah. and later rewards yourself. And then you can build this big team with this great structure and this great process. And it works. Yeah. It just, it, it, it does. And I'm not saying it like it's, it, you know, it worked for me and we're doing it for our old business and, and and we're doing this with a new business like we're going to be up to six locations uh come come in the spring no way right? for support structure your business a little bit better and stuff i mean to do what you can uh, you know you can call call friends family look the people to talk to it's, it's yeah. the whole thing right be, be outgoing and you're gonna do well nice on that note brian Thanks so much, man, for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Maiden Voyage, we hope you'll come back. There it is. That's awesome. Thanks, guys, for having me. <laughs> if you haven't heard about the All-Star Alliance program, talk to your BDM for more info. It's an exclusive program designed to generate incremental sales, revenue, and record-breaking growth without any extra prospecting. Also, if you haven't read our industry-specific marketing insights report, you are missing out. It is jam-packed with valuable information and what's happening in the digital landscape. If you want more information, shoot me an email, jwatson at snapfinancial.com. Gentlemen, it's been a blast. Thanks, everybody. Cheers.